Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Jesus Shuttlesworth, Shaquille O'Neal's alias in Blue Chips, Jimmy Chidwood, Joey Devine, that girl bunny who only appears in Space Jam, Ollie from Hoosiers, Shooter from Hoosiers! The racist townspeople from Hoosiers! Sean Keane! George Burrison in My Giant! <laughs> Kevin Bacon in the air up there! Eddie! Musical <laughs> guest, The Rocket Tours! And now the host of Round Ball Rock, Dave Schilling. Hello, welcome to another edition of Round Ball Rock. I am Dave Schilling. Sean Keen, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? Not bad. I'm here in Salt Lake City. Oh boy. Living the dream. So what are you, why uh, are you in Salt Lake City, Dave? I'm following the Utah Jazz. I'm writing a, a big uh, Rudy Gobert profile for Bleacher Report, and... Uh, so I've been here for f- three days, four days, uh, and I'm not leaving again until Saturday. So I am practically a resident of the great state of Utah. Joey Devine, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Excellent. I'm lit, fam. <laughs> Dave great is, way to get that in. Dave is not lit because the beer is only 1.8% or whatever. That's right. It's it's practically water here. Um, we got some emails, guys. Let's start off with some fun emails from some fun listeners. Dave, where um, can listeners email us? Roundballrockpod at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at roundrockpod on Twitter. Tight. Uh, so first off, Alex says, hey, guys, love the pod with the draft coming up, the draft lottery coming up, that is. Would love to hear you guys talk about the funniest person, mascot, or other each other each team. I don't know what other each team means. Could nominate as their representative. Keep up the good work. So we got a long list. <coughs> so those of are all the lottery the teams. Lo- so yeah. the notable ones I remember is um, Dan Gilbert sent his son, um, who was wearing all three a bow times tie. they won. Yeah. The uh, both times they won the first pick, I believe, Billy Gilbert or whatever that guy's name was, uh, uh-huh. Tiny Stevo. Oh, Gilbert Godfrey. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, good job, Tiny hey, Stevo. We the love draft. it. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's go down the list then. Boston. Sure. What have we got. Uh, oh, Len Bias. 
Oh, no. <laughs> I, I will not repeat that if you did not hear what he said. Uh, moving on. Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns. The gorilla? I like the gorilla, yeah. Maybe they should send him, yeah. The Los Angeles Lakers. Jimmy Jim Bus. Bus. Jimmy Bus, for yeah, sure. That's, that's, a, that's unanimous. He should, he should go there just holding a racing form the entire time and wearing those, uh, those glasses. The uh, Orlando Magic. That whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers. Sam Hickey's wife. His wife. Yep. Yep. His, yep. Yep. Okay. The New York Knickerbockers. Uh, James the... Dolan and that nope. fan he called an asshole. I Wrong. Think... Charles Oakley is the answer. Ooh, oh, yeah. You're I was going to say correct. bass player from the straight shot, but you're right. All right, the uh, Sacramento Kings. Just say the robot, guys. Come on. It's the robot. Yeah. The robot, yeah. <laughs> or the Minnesota. mentalist. Either the robot or the mentalist. Uh, that show takes place in Sacramento. Why? I, <laughs> a lot of, that's it, the answer for everything about Sacramento. Why Sacramento? Why? The Minnesota Timberwolves. I think they should send um, Jimmy Jam or Terry Lewis. Okay. The producer. Yeah. Of, uh... I was gonna say Paul Westerberg from the replacements, but same difference. <laughs> he would have to lay on the couch during the draft lottery. <laughs> what about all of Prince's illegitimate children? That's not bad. But that's too right. sad. And there's two, and there's not enough room in the office for all of them. Oh, it's... there's so many. <laughs> what was that, Sean? Oh, I said you can't send Nikki. Oh, darling, Nikki. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's that, well, not TV friendly. The draft is PG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, the Harrison Barnes All Star Burger and the Dirk Worst. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, plate of food. All right. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Doctor John. <laughs> uh, king cake baby for me. Yeah, I, I like the king cake okay. baby. <laughs> the Detroit Pistons. CJ Toledano. Yes, yes, CJ. Perfect. Yeah, CJ Toledano. Or, or both Or both of them together. I don't know. <laughs> I bet they'd get along. Uh, the Denver Nuggets. Assuming they don't make the playoffs. I think Assuming. just a giant joint. Like, just a giant sentient <laughs> joint. Or Matt Stone, because Matt Stone's not very busy working on South Park. Charlotte Hornets. Um... Um, Michael Jordan's jeans. Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Just a pair of those jeans. Uh, the Miami. Is there enough room in one seat for those enormous jeans? Maybe not. The Charlotte or not, the uh, the Miami Heat. They're making the playoffs. Uh, maybe a drunken not. Jimmy Buffett. Maybe not. Yeah, I know. I was also going to say drunk Jimmy Buffett, so that's the correct answer. Uh, well, or Dan Marino, because he his jersey was retired by the Miami <laughs> Heat, and no one should ever forget that. It's just him, LeBron, Michael Jordan, <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Jr., Pele, Wayne Gretzky, and table tennis champion... Yakizi Nakamura. Yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, say Pitbull. Oh, uh, Mr. International. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Come on, man. Mr. Worldwide, sorry. <laughs> uh, the Indiana Pacers. I, I apologize to all the bullheads out there. Indiana Pacers. Boy. Oh, John Cougar <laughs> But he has to have the Cougar in his name. Just chain smoking, talking about uh, really gross sexual metaphors. No, but here's the, here's the problem. He, would, he could not be near the Dirk Worst because he'd be sucking on it. Um. Oh. Uh, finally, ain't that American, guys? Finally, another potential playoff team: the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Greg Oden. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have... So we're. I, I think just from those responses in the aggregate, we're we're talking about an open bar. Oh, one hundred percent lottery. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of drunkies there. Uh, we have a Google Voice uh, call to play from uh, Clay T in Oakland. 
Can we uh, get the robot to uh, drop that? I don't, I don't know. I just I've just been doing what I do. That's just having fun. That dude sounds stoned. Yeah, what's his problem? <laughs> he he also didn't. Yeah, have a he question like, once again, again not a question. Please, if you're going to call us, ask a question. And if you want to call us, there is a number to do it. Uh, robot, can you give us the phone number for our fans to call? Three, two, three, six, eight, two, zero, three, four, two. All right. Thanks, robot. It's, I assume that our robot, our Google Voice robot, is the robot from the Golden from the- uh, and the and the news drop too. This is yeah, it's the same robot. Yeah. <laughs> robot. robot, give us the news drop. This is round ball rock news, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. The lead story, in my opinion. <laughs> and I think the opinion of basketball fans everywhere, is that born ready, Lance Stevenson is back with the Pacers. Yes! And has, yes. Already, yeah. has already annoyed multiple basketball players <laughs> with his antics. <laughs> he played one game, and it was the most Lance Stevenson game of all time. Like, yeah. he, he had a crazy highlight. Uh, he almost started a fight with the Raptors. Uh, oh, and before that, he compared his coming back to the Pacers to Michael Jordan coming back to the Bulls. Well, sure. I mean, I think that's that's <laughs> pretty accurate. I assume he's getting his Somebody... statue, right? <laughs> Somebody made a Lance Stevenson return video with the I'm coming home. <laughs> One of the greatest things I've seen Thank all week. you to whoever you are, you mystery man. I am yeah. so happy that this is happening. It is like the Pacers went from being one of the more depressing teams in the league to like it's just so much better. Like now I can watch a playoff series that have the Indiana Pacers in them if they make it. <laughs> yeah, it's a big if because there's a lot of mediocre teams at the bottom of the Eastern Conference and they're all equally mediocre. Yeah. But I, oh, well, go I, ahead. go ahead, sir. No, no, go ahead, Sean. Oh, please go ahead, John. Oh, please, just Sean. <laughs> he adds, <laughs> he adds so much. He's he's like, he basically balances out how depressed I feel about watching the 2017 version of Monte Ellis. Yes, because I loved the 2008 version of Monte Ellis so much, and now he's a shell of himself. But Lance. Just has so much spirit. It's a terrible spirit for the most part, but you know, it might get the Indiana Pacers off NBA TV for the first. Well, did you see that uh, tweet from that uh, local Indianapolis writer, John LaFollette? I wrote it down. He he tweeted, asked Lance if he's going to Hooters. Said they close at eleven. He looked at the clock, saw it was ten. Said he could probably make it. (laughs) um so does does lance have his own table just reserved at club rio like they retired it and they knew he'd come back club rio uh one of our podcast Mm -hmm. sponsors the finest (laughs) gentleman's club in the greater indianapolis you could say it's the la live of indianapolis i i would and (laughs) will Uh, I just I made a quick check to see if there was any Lance Stevenson merchandise on the Pacers official store. It yeah. doesn't look like it. Um, you can get a Lance Stevenson uh, Charlotte Hornets sweatshirt for $35. Um, That's too much. You can customize it <laughs> with his number. Um, he, uh, he turned down five years and I think $45 million mm-hmm. when he was a free agent. Ended up signing um, a two-year deal for eighteen, and now he has signed a three-year deal for twelve million dollars. And the last year's not I guaranteed. Mean, so, what is a 
B.J. Armstrong is, is he? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What is amazing about that, though, is he was straight out of the league, and the Pacers were like, we need to give this guy three years. He's <laughs> yeah, it, weirdly, somehow he's overpaid. <laughs> now, again, back to the merchandise. You can, you can get yes. a Jeff Teague jersey, a Pacers Jeff Teague jersey for $33. You can get... A, uh, Wait, a Jeff Teague jersey is $33, but a Lance Stevenson Charlotte Hornets sweatshirt is $35? I don't know. This, I, this I marketplace is insane. You can get a, you can, now I want that Lance Stevenson you can sweatshirt, get a, the more I'm thinking about it. You can it. get a Rakim Christmas jersey for $69.99. And the most horrifying thing <laughs> on the Indiana Pacers merchandise website, you can get... A Roy Hibbert jersey. Oh, no. Oh. He has $5. Years. Two years? Three, two or three years? It's still $55. I mean, if... Oh, man. Why not, why not just go all out and go get him? And just put the I team just, back together. Get the band back together. I just realized what I really want is a t-shirt that just has that picture the Pacers took that ruined them. Oh, the, the fishing picture? No, the one that's them that where they look like they're in a boy band that they took like oh. right before the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> like this is the year yeah. we're taking. Like, down look LeBron. at how cool we are. I think George Hill isn't wearing a shirt in it. If I remember right, it's George Hill, Lance Stevenson, Paul George, Roy Hibbert, and David West. There's a question in here. It seems like you would like to ask in my rundown. Well, basically. The question is, well, the the Heat lost Dion Waiters, uh-huh. and they're falling out yes. of the playoffs. <laughs> the Pacers have added Lance Stevenson and are now making yes. the playoffs. The question is, the basketball guts clearly want an insane person to be in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Is that is that? Are we correct on that? They want a little wildness. I I didn't believe in the basketball gods when people would talk about that until this moment. It's all too perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just waiting for the Hickory jersey with Stevenson on the back. Oh, man. That's in my collection. Why can't they wear those ones that have, like, remember when the Heat wore those nickname ones? Mm Mm-hmm. I want one that says Born Ready. Oh God! More than anything, <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, is is he still born ready? I guess. Well, you can't stop. That seems like a young ready. man's nickname. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He was born ready, and that doesn't change when you get older. I mean, if ready. if anything, this is pr- this is proving that he has lived his life ready. Yeah, since the day yeah. he was born, he was ready for the call when the Pacers yeah. said, "We need you, bud." <laughs> I'm going to say he's wasted a certain amount of readiness, but he probably remains ready. Uh, all right, let's. Anything um, else on this topic? No, let's move on. Well, I just. Oh. I, thought it, I thought it was funny that, that the way they, they added him is for whatever insane reason, Rodney Stuckey's contract had like an April 10th guarantee mm-hmm. date for next year. So the, the Pacers had to release him this week. So that was, they released him to sign Lance Stevenson, and just feel like, poor Rodney Stuckey, man. Like, he knew he was gone. And I think they wanted to release Monte Ellis, but they felt like they couldn't because they were too close to the playoffs, because he also has a very late vesting option. Anyway, Rodney Stuckey, he will be on the Clippers 100%. Because he played the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference playoffs <laughs> 10 years ago, and that's what Doc Rivers wants. Uh, speaking also, uh, when when Ben Wallace came back to the Pistons after his, his time in the wilderness of Chicago and Cleveland, Rodney Stuckey would not give Ben Wallace his number. So Ben Wallace had to be like 11. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with Ben. I'm kind of with Rodney Stuckey on that one. <laughs> Well, sp- speaking of the Clippers, guys, Austin mm-hmm. Rivers is out for the rest of the regular season, which isn't very long, uh, and I'm sure he'll be back for the playoffs, most likely against the Jazz. Um, but the Clippers have a big hole. I mean, as much as we malign Austin Rivers' ability to play the game of basketball at a high level, 
he plays <laughs> multiple positions. He plays. He starts. He can come off the bench. He does a lot for this team. And it, he plays twenty eight minutes a game. Yeah, he's he's very valuable. So my question to you guys is: They're not going to be able to add another player. It's late in the season. But hypothetically speaking, which big three player do you think could take over for Austin Rivers and fit in comfortably on the Los Angeles Clippers? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I mean, my default is to say Stack Jack because, but I don't know if that would work in the dynamic because one thing that Austin Rivers is really good for is he plays a Mario Chalmers role. Right. For the Heat, like, like not so much, I mean, yes, ball handling and shooting like Mario Chalmers, but mainly he's a free target for verbal abuse. Right, they need... Like, his dad can yell at him, Chris Paul can yell at him, Blake Griffin can yell at him, and Steven Jackson does not work in that That's respect. why I think the correct answer is Richard Lewis. Even though he's not a two-guard. No, just I just think there. he's okay with people yelling at him. So we're looking for a high high price cuck in this situation. Is that what <laughs> That's what we're looking for. Is that what Austin Rivers we want is like, his role on that team is to be a high price cuck. He wants somebody like a like a Sean Spicer. Who are some other like notable industry cucks? Uh, Steve Wozniak, a Steve Wozniak type. Uh, the other guy from the Big Bang Theory that's not Sheldon. Oh, oh, um, Eduardo Saverin. Oh, from That's Facebook. Like the kind yeah. Of <laughs> yeah, the guy, like, sign bad contracts, like, just to hook up tuxedo rental ads on your <laughs> website. <laughs> so that might be Richard Lewis, I guess, right? I think he's our best option in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, well, I don't know why we're talking about college basketball, but let's roll with it, guys. Patrick Ewing is a new head coach of Georgetown University's men's basketball team. Amazing. Congratulations, Patrick. Finally Ewing. gets a head coaching job after years of toiling in obscurity in Charlotte. Um, and uh, all that had to happen was a literal monarchy had to fall. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the House of Thompson. Um, what I do think is interesting about this is I do think, and again, just like the basketball gods, this is another thing I didn't believe in, but the second Patrick Ewing left that team, the Charlotte Hornets started playing well again. (laughs) So I think the Ewing theory might be true. Wow. Let's, let's, someone send a Google alert out for that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just like that. John, both John Thompsons were known for carrying a towel mm-hmm. because they sweated so much on the sidelines. What is Patrick Ewing going to need to have? Like like those silica packets that they put, you know, that, that all say do not eat when you ship something, like a beach towel. Oh, I was going to um, say a bucket of... Like what's going to absorb all that oh, sweat? I was going with... A bucket? Yeah, a bucket, I guess, yeah. <laughs> An empty bucket of chicken wings because he's eaten them all. <laughs> All right, we talked enough about college basketball. I'm bored. Jennings uh, <laughs> and JaVale McGee got into a tussle. Yeah, this was the week that basketball, between the Lance Stevenson Raptors fight and this Jennings JaVale McGee fight, this was the year, this was the week that basketball was like, hey, let's pretend to be baseball for a week. Pretend that there's like a... Did somebody, somebody threw their bat too far. <laughs> and, also, like, and also... Somebody looked... A player looked at it. Was the same, it was the same beef, basically. Uh, born yeah. Ready uh, put in a layup with three seconds left in a, in a game that was over. And mm-hmm. in this instance, JaVale McGee shot a three-pointer with 6.8 seconds left and four seconds on the shot clock. There's a difference here, though. JaVale McGee shooting a three is hilarious. Yeah. Well, and, no. And uh, Lance Stevenson making a layup isn't that big of a deal. Except Lance Stevenson's quote afterwards about why he took the layup was hilarious. What did he say, uh, though? He said that the crowd was chanting my name, and I just had to give it to him. You got to entertain the people, man. <laughs> yeah. 
That's honestly legitimate. <laughs> and also, I just think this argument... Imagine this kind of thing happened in a relationship where someone, like, oh, I'm, I was mad. And you'd look at it and you'd say, oh, I can, I see you were upset because you were losing this basketball game by so many points. And then everyone on the team's like, no, no, I'm not mad. I thought it was funny, actually. I was laughing at how bad it was. Um, but it's like, clearly the Wizards were mad that they got their asses kicked. Same with the Raptors. The other like, funny thing... You're not supposed to take it. Oh, the ahead, other sorry. funny thing Lance Stevenson did is he retweeted a supercut of the Raptors uh, taking shots at the end of games when they were up this season. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean they did it. They did it exactly one week before the Javale McGee ruined the rules of basketball. Trey Burke threw up a three with like two seconds to go and a twenty point lead. It's like, come on, man. Uh, can I can I read the Bradley Beal? Stop bullying Javale. Read the Bradley Beal. Oh yeah, please. Uh, wait, what's his name? Bradley Beal. Oh, the scrub lord, Bradley Beal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just um, making sure. So Bradley Beal says that's like a basketball rule. You don't shoot the ball. Period. You take a turnover, if anything. Especially you're up 20, you're not respecting the game. You're just joking around shooting. You had every right to foul him. That's like a golden rule in basketball. Is it, though? Is that really? It's absolutely not a golden rule. Also, that's not even how the phrase golden rule works. People shoot <laughs> it's not all like... the time. I think he meant an unwritten rule. That is what he meant, yeah. Because because the golden rule is just do unto, do unto others. It's and this not is definitely shove unto others' chests. You know. This is easily the... If there are a lot of unwritten rules in basketball, this is probably at the bottom of the list of things that you can do yeah, that I mean, would be the, bad. Yeah, the, the, number oh, one, the number one unwritten rule is... Um, the five-second rule for Steph Curry's mouthpiece. Yep. <laughs> if he can be on the ground for no more than five seconds, and then he can't put it the, in his mouth. That's, that's like the number the one. The other unwritten rule I can think of off the top of my head is just uh, no one plays defense in an all-star game. Yep. <laughs> that's the main one, I think. <laughs> uh, let's move yeah, I think. Oh, and also, you have to slap hands with the free throw shooter even if he misses a shot really yeah. badly. It's an and you gotta pick up your teammate when they fall on their butt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I after E except after Bebe. <laughs> that's, that's an unreal. All right, uh, the Orlando Magic, maybe maybe not the most well organized uh, office in the world. Maybe slightly less organized than the Trump White House. This um, was funnier than Lance Stevenson. This I'm going to say it. This, this is, is the, the funniest story of the year. This is on par with Joe Dumars posing with two cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty bad. Orlando <laughs> Magic accidentally revealed a photo of their off-season plans written on a whiteboard. Uh-huh. In their GM's office. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they signed a guy to a 10-day contract, and in the background was their secret plan. For coming back to so Joey, can you go through the the, the bullet points, the highlights of, of this brilliant scheme to sure make relevant again? Um, there were three big columns. Uh, one said hybrid free agency, and that included names like Paul Millsap, Danilo okay. Gallinari, and Andre Iguodala. Maybe aim higher, guys. I don't know. Uh, didn't they try and sign Paul Millsap last offseason and it didn't work? It did not work, <laughs> yes. Um, I do think Danilo Gallinari is almost like fated to go to the Orlando Magic. Like, he's perfect. He's like crappier Turkey. You know what I mean? Um, they also had a column called Hybrid Trade, which included Wilson Chandler. Juancho Hernan Gomez, Stanley Johnson, Marcus Morris, Tobias Harris, and Dario Saric. Who they, <laughs> Tobias Harris, who they had and traded yes. away. And Dario Saric, who they had and For traded very away. Long. But the best part about the Dario Saric part is in parentheses, it said for AG? Question mark? 
Which Why AG would they do that? Obviously, Aaron Gordon. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's one thing. It's one thing when you when you accidentally leak sensitive information about your plans in the offseason. It's another one entirely when those plans are completely stupid. Right. Well, and just shaming your best player. Yeah. Like, You're basically saying, we are shopping you. For Stanley Johnson, Dario Saric, Marcus Morris, and Juancho Hernan Gomez. Hey, Juancho's tight. <laughs> uh, so uh, apparently... Apparently, Frank Vogel had a meeting where he reassured Aaron Gordon, and I don't even know what that is, except, like, if that's, like, don't worry, that GM is going <laughs> to That's the only reassurance that makes any sense. All right, what else have we got on this list? Uh, there was also Spread Big Trade, which had a lot of the same <laughs> names. That was my but... nickname in high school, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but had the names... Lever, who is not a player in the NBA, unless they're talking about Fat Lever, who was a point guard in the ABA. Or, or Rod Lever? No, he was an NBA point Rod guard, Lever, but he player. weighed 170. <laughs> yeah, it could be, it could be Rod, Rod Lever. Lever, the tennis player. Uh, Chandler Parsons, who is not a big or healthy or... Like, I mean, wouldn't the Memphis Grizzlies love to take Chandler Parsons off their hands? A hundred thousand percent. He would also tear it up. In well, I like those are. Well, that's people. where he's from. It, it would be homecoming for Time out, Chandler Time out. Parsons. I've, I've been to Orlando. It's not great. Yeah, Chandler it, Parsons it, is from there. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. It's boy band central. Uh, and finally, Maurice Spades. Okay. That kind of makes sense yeah. to me, actually. <laughs> I also think he probably really enjoys Disney World. I have no knowledge about that, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, this um, is the team that, like, essentially maxed out Big Baby that one year. So, it would yes, make it. sense. <laughs> anyway, I think if, if the whiteboard was really revealing Orlando's offseason strategy, it should have just said, lose every trade and continue. <laughs> I mean, that would have saved a lot of ink. <laughs> All right, guys, we have to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. We are happy this week to bring you a new sponsor. It's our very first Round Ball Rock spinoff. It's the first show on the Round Ball Rocketeerist podcast network. Her show is produced and inspired by Round Ball Rock. And we are very excited about all of these shows. In the summer, we're rolling out Serial. Uh, it's a limited series about the origin of Duncan we're also going to talk with Nikola Jokic to produce an anthology series of unique, interesting, and frankly, profoundly disturbing stories out of Eastern Europe called This Serbian Life. There's Greek Freakonomics, where Giannis Adetokounmpo explores the hidden side of this smoothie industry. That one's hosted by Dubaroo! And we have high hopes for a show where a black scientist and a white scientist explore a variety of philosophical and cultural topics by screaming at each other at the top of their lungs. It's called Talk Radio Lab. But this first show may be the best of them all. Missing Ben Simmons. Here's the background. Ben Simmons was the first overall pick by the Philadelphia 76ers. He signed a four-year rookie-scale contract, then went on to impress at Summer League in Las Vegas. But on September 30th, 2016, after spraining his ankle during a training camp scrimmage, Ben Simmons disappeared. Despite an initial estimate that the injury might cost him 10 weeks, no one has seen Ben Simmons since. No one. The 76ers say he's rehabbing a broken metatarsal. That takes seven months? Is that even a real bone? Other podcasts might take it for granted, but not us. Joel Embiid is all over social media. Has Ben Simmons Instagrammed a single Shirley Temple? Has he called Chandler Parsons a virgin on Twitter one single time? Nope. Something is up. We comb through his Facebook network, his Twitter followers, and even his garbage looking for clues. Maybe his bone is slow to heal. Or maybe Ben Simmons has been kidnapped. How do we know that when Ben Simmons tweets, Sam Hankey's not sitting there holding a gun to his head, 
telling him what to type. Until Ben Simmons starts playing basketball again, or the restraining order goes through, we will continue to stake out his house, hide in the Sixers' locker room, and illegally access his Australian medical records. To find out, once and for all, whether Ben Simmons is transitioning to female. Is there a reason to think so? None at all. But that doesn't mean we can't make unsubstantiated allegations on a podcast. If he didn't want to be stalked and slandered by strangers, then maybe he shouldn't have started teaching aerobics. I mean, playing basketball. Missing Ben Simmons. Trust the podcast. Well, I'm excited for our new network. Wow, that's... That's I, mean, I am concerned with how many podcasts we are doing here, uh, simply because we can't seem to keep a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, 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 it's people keep dropping out. Also, we've had a lot of marketing people just quit in disgust. People do not like the content. Like they, they find all these sponsors, and yet no one comes back. Also, let me just say really quickly that the ad copy here from from our podcast network colleagues uh did say bill simmons instead of ben simmons once freudian slip <laughs> oh come on guys oh no that that's not funny uh, we have a hall of fame class ben, bill simmons is doing yeah, great he's doing everybody. wonderfully i mean he's he's a great guy come this on pod- podcasts are really cut killing the, it cut this the shit. yeah he's been doing super well on his podcast anyway hall of fame class i don't give a shit about the hall of fame no nope. i don't think any real basketball <laughs> fan gives a shit about the Hall of Fame. Speaking of Bill Simmons, I, I, I would rather have a pyramid in the Hall of Fame than whatever this is where random people I've never heard of get in because they played basketball in 1947 in front of three people. But whatever. There's some names here. There's some exciting names. Uh, we got uh, Rebecca Lobo, first of all. Huh? Hell yeah. Uh, New York. She's, she's a Hall of Fame. Uh, 100%. Yeah, Tracy McGrady. Definitely Good for Hall C-Mac. Slam dunk, yeah. Jerry Krause? Should have gotten in years ago. You think so? Former GM. They waited waited for him to die before they let him in. That's really depressing. (laughs) And Bill Self. And then some guys you've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, um, Uh, Bill Self, coach of the Kansas Jayhawks. Question, guys. Fell short of the atmosphere. Question for you. Um, that seems like a very minimal amount of NBA players. Were there just like not any good NBA candidates? I mean, this I time around. One at, well, well, I mean, it's weird because one out of the eleven Hall of Famers played in mm-hmm. the NBA. That seems like <laughs> that seems like a mistake already. Uh, the finalists were Chris Webber, Sidney Moncrief. Tim Hardaway and Rudy. Okay, well, Rudy, Rudy T and Sidney Moncrief, one thousand percent, should be in the Hall of Fame without question. Yeah, it's crazy. I, yeah, I mean, Chris Webber. Well, you, look should at, be. you look at it. Well, hold on. Well, hold on. So, so, well, let's just look at Bill Self specifically, because Bill Self has been a college coach forever. Mm-hmm. He often loses in the first round of the tournament, and he has won one national title coaching college basketball. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Rudy Tomjanovich won two <clears throat> NBA mm-hmm. titles. Like, how is that not better? What am I missing? Here? I don't know. I don't even know who, who votes like, for this stuff. It's like seven committees. Seven. There's like a women's committee, an African-American pioneers committee, um, apparently a... Mediocre coach, <laughs> which has unlimited well, power. Anyone in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to have a lot of coaches, but specifically all these college coaches. Like Rudy Tomjanovich didn't coach in college because he's too good a coach to waste his time in college. Whereas they inducted a guy named Robert Hughes, who is the all-time winningest high school coach. Like, congratulations on never getting promoted. <laughs> like. Enjoy your rut. Like, oh, who's in the Hall of Fame? Well, it's, you know, it's the double-A baseball home run champion. <laughs> we got to put him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> Derek Jeter, you're going to have to wait a couple years because we're going to put in. So, wait. That's why there should be just an NBA Hall of Fame 
There should be a WNBA Hall of Fame. There should be a college basketball Hall of Fame. Because not all of these people are, are equals in terms of their accomplishments. It's just who's going to watch the induction ceremony. <laughs> yeah. The friends and family of that Texas high school basketball coach? Like, great. You're going to sell six tickets. I think... Maybe it's a bringer hall of fame. <laughs> like they, they agreed to sell twenty five tickets to their friends, and it's like, come on in, George McGinnis. I, I mean, I think although George McGinnis was an ABA MVP at this so. point, I think the the WWE Hall of Fame has more legitimacy than the Basketball Hall of Fame. But wait, let's go back here. You don't think Chris Webber's a Hall of Famer? I need to think about it. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying let me ruminate on it. To me, he's a shoe in. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just haven't decided yet. He was a re- he was a polarizing figure. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I, I believe that he has the moral turpitude to be in in the hall. Of Fame. <laughs> oh, because he took money. Is that the problem? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> in fact, like for me, if I found out like you you took a ton of money in college, I'd be like, that just shows. Your smarts. <laughs> it shows you're maxing out on your ability right now. I mean, Charles Barkley always says that he took a bunch of money to get. I mean, he went to Auburn. Why would he have gone to Auburn otherwise? But uh, I don't think anyone. I think Chris Webber got the most money of anybody. I don't think there's ever been a, a guy who got that big a bribe. Uh, but Chris Webber couldn't afford that cheeseburger, according to Mitch Album. Oh, that's the best thing that they. Yeah. <laughs> They were selling my jersey for fifty dollars, and I couldn't afford a cheeseburger. Was that, was that unless I dipped into that five hundred thousand dollars I had in the Swiss <laughs> Was that account. was that in Mitch's book Tuesdays with Charlie? Uh, no, it was Tuesdays with uh, Jalen. It's actually Tuesdays with. J- <laughs> Come on, and it's uh, also it's, a, it's in, in the on, appendix man. of um, <laughs> the five Juwan Howards you meet in heaven. <laughs> All right, let's move on to stuff that really matters. Western Conference playoff preview, y'all. Yeah! Yeah. As of the recording of this podcast, we are 10 days away, or nine days away, I think, nine days, from the beginning of the most wonderful time of the year, the NBA playoffs. And it's, it's, I think we all know where this is going to end up still. You know, we felt this way before the season started. I still feel like Warriors... Cavs is inevitable, despite my humanistic <laughs> bet in Las Vegas on the Raptors. You know, speaking of Bill Simmons, he backed up the Toronto Raptors prediction. I'm nice. still with you. I'm still with you, man. I think Toronto can do it. Well, after I saw Cleveland dismantle Boston, I had second thoughts. But then it's Boston, and I think it's Boston. They're a the Celtics team. are highly overrated. Anyway, let's yes. not worry about the Eastern Conference because they're just a bunch of cupcakes. Let's talk about the Western Conference, guys. So here's how it breaks down the top four or the the matchups here. Uh, number one seeded Golden State Warriors, they have clinched the number one mm-hmm. seed and the best record in the league yet again. Would be facing if the playoffs started today, the Portland Trailblazers. Now, uh, who are Yusuf- still lying that Yusuf Nurkic is coming back? They're like, yeah, yeah it's broken leg. It's a two-week injury. No, it's not. No, it's a broken leg. <laughs> That's six months. Wouldn't you think that of any team, <laughs> shouldn't Portland be concerned about a center's leg injuries? <laughs> like, how many less? How many times do they have to learn this lesson? And I gotta say, I was, you know, I watched, I watched the Jazz and the and the uh, the Blazers uh, when I on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and. The Blazers look ragged without Yusef Nurkic. They look bad. I mean, uh, Rudy Gobert just ate them for breakfast. He even pulled out a Euro step in that game. Was, oh, that was, that was, was so amazing. great. So I'm expecting a 4-0 sweep of that series. I don't know about you guys. I think that's probably right. I mean, the Warriors are 26 games ahead of them in the standings, I believe. Maybe, maybe 4-1. Maybe Dame goes off in his hometown and just... Uh, you know, really feels himself for a little bit. But that's actually a secret thing that people don't talk about uh, when it comes to Dame versus Steph. They're always like, it's Dame's hometown, he's going to go off. But the problem is, is every game I've ever seen Steph Curry play Damian Lillard, uh, Steph Curry goes fucking insane. 
Because he's being guarded by the worst defensive player <laughs> in the NBA. Wait a minute. Who isn't named Isaiah Wait Thomas. You guys are missing Kyrie Irving in that conversation. Ooh. All right. All right. Fair enough. Let's Fair move enough. on from this uh, cupcake matchup unless yeah, we have more. Yeah. you guys have more to say. Nope. No. Okay. No. Number two seed, most likely, well, definitely, uh, San Antonio Spurs against the seven seed as of now. The Memphis Grizzlies. I don't want to see these two teams play. <laughs> Did we have this exact same matchup last year? It, it we? feels like we've had like a this totally thing. beat up Grizzlies team. It, it feels like we've had this same exact matchup for the last hundred years. The Grizzlies <laughs> eat their way to forty wins or forty five wins, uh-huh. and then they limp out of the playoffs. I, I just don't care. What I would really like to see is some repeat of you know when the 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 Lakers had that tough series against the Houston Rockets and then Ron Artest burst in on a naked and showering Kobe Bryant and told him he wanted to play uh-huh. for them. I want to see Vince Carter do that to the Spurs, <laughs> except he shows up in like a tuxedo and gives Greg Popovich an expensive bottle of wine. <laughs> Like, shouldn't Vince Carter play the last year of his career in San I mean, Antonio? T-Mac did. And apparently that's how you, the yeah. key to getting into the Hall of Fame the first time you're on the ballot. Chris <laughs> Webber. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Memphis is an interesting sort of uh, team because the fans are slowly but surely revolting against their coach, David Fitzdale, already. Yeah. For strange lineup decisions weird matchups he's choosing to put out there. Is he getting fired if they don't at least win a game in this series? I don't think so. They just hired him. But they they seem like they really like firing. Yes, they do. I mean, who knows what Robert Perry is going to do? That should be another podcast we have, which is which is where we try and decide what Robert Perry's deal is. Yeah, what's his <laughs> what's his problem? <laughs> Did you know, do you know I've been developing an app, actually? It's called Periscope, <laughs> and it just follows him shooting jumpers in the gym by himself, thinking about coaches to fire. Um, he definitely... You know, how, just, many, how many hours of that app is him wearing jump soles? Uh, I mean, you can, can you sleep in jump soles? I, uh, he really only takes them off to shower, but he does shower seven. I look forward to that app sponsoring the podcast at some point <laughs> for one episode. Uh, uh, let's I, move on. Oh, that yeah, being ahead. said, we talked a lot of shit. I still think that's going to be a like a, a a series. Like the Spurs are going to win, but the Grizzlies are going to give them a tough time because that's they what, always do. That's what they do. Uh, prolonging <laughs> the inevitable should be their their motto. <laughs> Zebo, king of the tough playoff exit. Uh, all right, the number three. Oh, it's Mark versus Powell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have they off in the playoffs? You know who wins that series every time? Pau Gasol, because he's the better brother. Anyway, number three seed. <laughs> number agree. three seed. Houston Rockets. Uh, as of now, I don't believe they've clinched yet. Um, actually, they might have. They might have. Uh, against. I think they've locked in the yeah, three. This is all basically locked. Against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, this is baby. This is going... This is a barn They're going to set some records for the highest point totals in uh, NBA playoff history. In this I mean, season. by two players. <laughs> and these are our two presumptive MVP candidates. It's a good. This is a dream this, the, match. Every single game in the series should be in prime time. This is basically going. But the problem with this series is it's essentially can one man outscore Mike D'Antoni's system? And the answer is no. I don't. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> well, probably not. The probably day, not. The um, are not very good. <laughs> No, but I like I you know weirdly after last year I kind of believe in Billy Donovan's ability to to put up a defensive scheme. You could do worse than, you know, Stephen Adams and 
Todd Gibson and Andre Roberson and Victor Oladipo Ding up on like these are all guys who can come out and contest one hundred percent. But like even if Russ scores forty five points a game, if he, even if he averages forty five points a game in this series, like what are the other players going to give you? Like you still have to get fifty more points out of those guys. To and, even, like, compete, right? And there's going to... And it's Cantor, bro. Cantor's got to eat. <laughs> you got to feed Cantor's the turk. deli. Um, yum, 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 yum. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee you, there's going to be one, maybe more than one, probably just one, game where Lou Williams scores 30 points off the bench. No way. He sucks in the playoffs, man. No, no, no. This is his year. He's got so many weapons around him. Oh, please. <laughs> Well, and at some point, isn't he going to be guarded by, you know, Jeremy Grant or something? Another reason why, why Sweet Lou is going to have the series of his lifetime. This is a perfect Lou Williams series, a team that doesn't really play very good defense, that uh, doesn't have any other scorers besides one guy. Oh, no, he's mm-hmm. going on. Not much of Rockets a and oh, six. Oh, yeah. Rockets six and six, field, right? right? Yeah, six feels yeah. right. Because now, does do you think Rust goes for a triple double every time? Like at some point, is he going to realize we're probably not going to uh, win this he series? Has to. I got to get a triple double <laughs> no, every but game. He has to anyway. To win a game, he has to. Right? Yeah. Like in order for them uh, yeah. to win, well, any I game think in the, series, he the has rebounds to. are kind of fake. Sure. <laughs> that's yeah. that's not a real thing that. He's been actually getting like <laughs> like Stephen Adams like and three or four. Of those are free throw rebounds every time. For him. They don't understand what an outlet pass is. <laughs> in they don't need City. it. They don't need it. They Russell need West- Matt Barnes out there throwing them baseball <laughs> passes. Westbrook is a human outlet pass. Um, but let's let's move on from the main. Let's move on from the main event to the semi main event. Uh, the Utah Jazz, who are currently the number four seed against the L.A. Clippers, who are currently the number five seed. This might change. There is only one game separating these two teams, and home court advantage here, I think, is going to be very crucial. This is the fun, young, exciting Utah Jazz versus the team that used to be fun, young, and exciting, the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> um, I, I love this. I this also love lineup, this really. matchup. I'm looking forward to this one. Maybe It's really interesting. Much. Yeah, it is, totally. There's a lot of stories here. There's a team that, you know, I've talked to a lot of the guys uh, since I've been here in Utah, and they're, you know, they're not afraid of this Clipper team, and they're fun and they're loose, and they love their coach, and it's a whole family atmosphere. And then the Clippers are just dysfunctional every season. Something happens where you're like, the Clippers, are they okay? Um, they're banged up again. I think the Jazz in six. I really do. I mean, the best player on either team is Chris Paul. Yes, correct. No question. But Rudy is pretty good. He's like what people think DeAndre Jordan is on defense. Mm -hmm. Yes. People... And he's got some moves. Like, he's not a zero offensively Damian Lillard was so terrified to go to the hole on Rudy Gobert. It was was really remarkable to see somebody like that. He was just like, nah, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to take this mid-range jumper or shoot this floater. I'm okay. Um, the really the thing that interests me about this series is I really feel like this is like whoever whichever team loses this series is blowing up their team. Oh, that's a very good point. Yeah. Because Utah you've got, you've got I think Gordon Hayward might walk if they don't win. Well, you got your good-looking White boys who transformed their careers with hair gel <laughs> in JJ Redick and Gordon Hayward, both pending free agents this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake's a free agent. CP3 has an opt out. Um, but I think what's going to really swing this series is the benches are so unbalanced. Yeah. Who's the best guy on the Clippers bench? Jabal Crawford? Yeah. So, Meanwhile, the Jazz have, uh, they got Alec Burks, 
They've got uh, Trey Lyles, uh, but mainly they got Joe Johnson and Boris. Yeah. Excuse me, what, what's his name? And Joe Johnson. Don't forget Joe Ingles, buddy. Wait, wait, wait. Who's Joe Johnson? Do you guys mean seven-time All-Star? Oh, seven-time all That guy's still got some stroke, but let me tell you. The other thing that's – and I feel like Joe Johnson's going to beat them because – He's an Eastern Conference All-Star from 10 years ago, and he's not on the Clippers bench. And Doc Rivers just whiffed. Like, who is more in their wheelhouse than Joe Johnson? And yet... Oh, don't worry. They'll get him next season. He's coming coming to L.A. next year. Uh, I I just want to know, where is Doc Rivers going to hide their money? In the Delta Center. It's called oh, the, sorry, the Vivint oh, yeah. Home Smart Home Arena. Vivint Smart Home Arena. I think he probably hid a bag of coffee beans and possibly a pint of whiskey in there and was like, look, guys, we're in Salt Lake City. You're not getting it back. And then the guys just agreed not to tell him that those things are readily available in any other NBA city. <laughs> It's hard out here, guys. Let me tell you, this is not the the most exciting place. But I'm going. I, I I really do think that Utah has this in the bag. What do you guys think in terms of prediction? I'm taking the Clippers. <laughs> I'm I, also I taking the Clippers. I thought I was going to be in the minority here. I, I I understand. You know, despite the fact the Clippers bench is is a horror show, you always go with the team that has the best player on the court, and that is Chris Paul. Um, and he's willing to cheat. Really <laughs> At the same time, I, I really, I really, maybe I'm just like uh, overcome with uh, good vibes from hanging out with the Jazz. But uh, I believe, I believe in the Jazz this year. I think they will probably not make it out of the second round. But I think they, I think the Clippers are ready to lose in the first round. They're ready to get blown up. This season has sucked for them. Would not surprise me. Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on because we'll probably do – I think we're going to do a preview for each round, right, as opposed to okay, – Yeah. Great. Um, Joey has changed his mind about the MVP. Can we? I have. That? Yes. Uh, so I've been a James Harden man all season, uh, but I decided this week that I want Russell Westbrook to win the MVP. And okay. here is why. Because he's the best? No, no. I actually still believe that uh, I'm not into those sham numbers very much. But what I decided is I want to see the saltiest MVP speech of all time. It's going to be That's so the only reason. It's going to be, be so horrible. Uh, it, it'll be the opposite of that Kevin Durant <laughs> speech where he goes individually to everybody that wronged yeah. him through his career <laughs> instead of the ones who helped him. It's going to be, oh, no. Um, Russ, you're the true, you're the real MVP, and he's looking into a mirror. <laughs> well, I had, <laughs> I had changed my mind on it because my real anti-Westbrook argument was that you know traditionally you have to be one of the top two teams to, to get MVP consideration, and I thought that's stupid. <laughs> Why is it like that? It doesn't make any sense. I think it's Russell Westbrook, like. Like, yes, his rebound numbers are kind of a sham, but his points numbers are Yeah, aren't. he's got to put that ball in that like, basket. His assist, his assist numbers are not a sham either. He's getting assists on a team that's kind of not good. Yeah, and he's had so many games where he's scored, like, the last 15 points of the game or scores 20 points in overtime. And it's like, yeah, there's actually nothing more valuable he's, than that. Like, you can look at the percentages, but... He's so... But it, yeah, I mean, it, he's so ball dominant. They had to take him out of the All Star game in the fourth quarter just so Anthony Davis. Yes, <laughs> I'm still amazed that happens. And also, if you're talking about just pure value, there's no individual player that has made as much money for their team this year than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, because they're going to be playing three home playoff dates, and they wouldn't be touching that without nope. him. All right, let's wrap this up with our feature. We we run every single week. I think my favorite thing that we do, our fa- my favorite segment, the Golden State Warriors of 2016-2017 are barreling towards the playoffs in real life, but in fantasy land, in round ball rock world, they are playing a a, a the Supreme Court nomination of Neil Gorsuch. <laughs> How is that even possible? 
<laughs> that's one person. I don't understand. That's Look, gonna work, Sean. <laughs> they got to face the entire Senate. Now, the, the question is, can the Warriors either filibuster and prevent the nomination of Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court or get their own nominee onto the high court? Well, first off, we need to decide who is the Warriors nominee. Oh, Jerry West. Um, oh, yeah, John, yeah, that's great. Beloved, yeah. beloved by everyone. Except his so he's, they've Except already his got the West Virginia and the California delegation mm-hmm. on their sides. No, everybody loves Jerry West. He's the logo, man. Yeah. Okay, but but I'm just saying the senators from Tennessee, uh, Ohio, West Virginia, and California are automatically on. Massachusetts might be a tough sell. So the Warriors, they're they're going to be the number one team in defense. Mm-hmm. So I think what you would, I think what you would do is you got to put Draymond Green on Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Box him out. <laughs> Get in his face. Like, like, can he can he vote if Mitch McConnell cannot make it to the podium? Absolutely not. No, you've got you've got to be in the room to cast a vote. And I really think you got to have Steph Curry working as a distributor. He's handing out concessions. He's handing out pork. <laughs> you know, he's throwing people ambassador appointments. He can do a dribbling exercise uh, to distract people from the fact that they have a job to do. Yes. Clay Thompson, he's hot boxing Rand Paul. <laughs> That's his job. Uh, quick release. Uh, then you've got Andre Iguodala, who I think is actually your filibuster guy. Yeah, oh, see, LeBron, I was thinking he's a LeBron stopper. If he can stop see, LeBron James, he can stop the wheels of power in Washington D.C. See, I was thinking uh-huh. the filibuster would be Javale McGee dunking on two hoops. Just over and over oh. and over again. He gets so tired. It's got to be Iggy. You put Iggy out there to, to play defense. That's what it's, he's for. He's a, he's a stopper, man. He's a, he's a GOP stopper. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and also, I think you just have Matt Barnes standing next to the podium with his arms folded. Yeah. He's not even doing anything. <laughs> but all the, Every- all the legislators are kind of like, do we really, like, how bad do we care about this night? All those white people would be terrified of Matt Barnes. No question. Mm. Guys, I think, I mean, unless there's a basketball equivalent of the nuclear option, I think we got this. I mean, the yeah, basketball I mean, equivalent of the nuclear option is LeBron James, correct? Yeah, but, Ooh. I mean, he's a Hillary guy, so. Well, you know what else is a lifetime um, appointment? The king. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, actually, I think the logo is also a lifetime yeah, appointment. That's not, to be they're honest. not changing the logo of the NBA. If they tried that, I think I think people would just like beat up Adam Silver in a parking lot. Uh, I, that's it, right? I mean, we're unanimous. We're I unanimous. I think the yeah. Warriors defeat the Senate. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, guys, this might be the sweetest victory that they've ever had. <laughs> Because not only have they won their fantasy matchup this week, they've also changed the course of American history. Wow. <laughs> There's nothing they Thanks, can't guys. do. Thanks, guys. Thank God. If only this were real. Um, wow. We got we blew through that one, guys. I, I, have a, I have a hot date with friend of the podcast, Zach Harper. Talk so hoops. Talk hashtag, or at talk hoops, excuse me, on Twitter. Um the bad the guy's the best. Anything you guys want to promote, Shawnee Boy? Uh, I'm going to have a ton of stuff on Yard Barker, my regular referee column, a couple of playoff previews, and uh, I wrote a very, very hot take piece tearing down Coach K, which I think is pretty entertaining. So, Yard Barker. Long time coming. A long time coming. Joey. <laughs> Those fat cats in Durham. Um, yeah, I uh, wrote the Sounds Like America uh, sports episode on Audible. It's still not up yet, but I promise it's coming. Uh, April 15th, I'll be doing stand-up comedy at Hypno Comics in Ventura. And uh, That's a great show. Oh, I also wanted to mention, we got zero new reviews this week. What the fuck? Yeah. It's almost like you guys We're don't want to hear us review or commentate <laughs> over my giant. We need five-star reviews on iTunes, guys. 
People need to learn the truth about white yeah. slavery. So if you want to hear us do a commentary on a white slavery documentary that, uh, featuring Billy Crystal and George Mirasan called My Giant, get on iTunes, give us a five-star review. Yeah, uh, you, guys are, you guys are wasting all of your time by not doing that right now. We're stuck at 29. That's we need bullshit. to get to 50. We That's need to get to 50. Bullshit. Uh, uh, and... and also, follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz. Uh, five days ago, I tweeted, real talk, I'm sick as fuck. <laughs> uh, and, of course, I am at Dave underscore Schilling on Twitter. And uh, check out my WrestleMania coverage uh, from last weekend. Uh, that was tight on Bleacher Report. That was really entertaining. Even, even though I don't follow wrestling at all, I... Thoroughly enjoyed Dave's WrestleMania. There you stuff. go. And uh, also, I have a piece coming out on a remembrance of Kobe's last game on Bleacher Report. And I'm writing a, a huge feature on the MVP debate. And uh, spoiler alert, I think Russ should win. So there you go. Yeah. I am, I'm working my ass off. But in the meantime, trust the process, guys. Trust the process. See you, dudes. Shut okay. it down. Let's go home. Good. <laughs> Lay down a list of what is wrong. Things you told them all along. Pray to God he hears you. And pray to God he hears you. And where did I go wrong? I lost a friend somewhere along in the bitterness and I Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.